Well, we're back at it again. Welcome to another episode of Yam Sessions with the crew, the potatoes, the yams, the boys themselves, and the man, the myth, the legend himself, the baked potato. Just kidding. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome. Happy Monday morning. Happy second week of March. We're in March. Yep. Okay. Don't worry. I know where I'm at at all times. At least my carriers do. So, are we looking today? Um, actually pretty good, to be quite frank with you. But of course, you know, as we have the start of the last of many weeks, we've looked a good on a Monday. And come a Friday, things are not looking so good. So, we just, we can't, <laughs> we're seeing this, we're seeing this trend of continuing bounces towards resistance, retesting support, continuing to make higher lows. Um, of course, again, today our four hour has turned back up. We did end up getting a triple confirmation. Um, dailies are at least 16 hours starting to turn back. We have a green dot, not confirmed. We have turning around, potential buy signal in the next candle or two, and wolf pack in the next candle or two. So if we can hold this up for the next day, we should see reconfirmation back to the upside. And you know what? Actually, um, it's only on our 16 hour because in all technicality daily is still triple con <laughs> daily still triple confirmed we never actually got a full triple confirmation to the downside yes we had green dot or sorry yes we had a red dot yes we had a wolf pack uh turn red and confirm we never had the potato signal and this is one of those rare instances it seems like where um we've fallen for four consecutive candles and never reached a you know a sell signal which tells me that the divergence on this move that's picking up and building up steam here should be pretty close to, to coming to fruition because essentially there's not enough volume to get a true sell signal here, giving us a triple confirmation to the downside. So we're still technically TC'd up. Now we need to see the invalidation of the red dot and we need to see the invalidation of the wolf pack before we get a sell signal, right? Like we're in the middle of this right now. We're still in a TC buy from this point back here. We've fallen down since we're pretty much, you know, almost we're only a thousand dollars below. So we're still by every means in the starting entry buy zone area. We've been buying around 38, 37 the entire time. You know, there's no problem with this. So if you got pushed out and you're like, man, do I really want to just jump back in? You know, all the things, the four hours back up, the daily never actually turned down for sure for reals. I'm still looking at this in the same way we were last week, where I am expecting this move into the upside, hopefully breaking 45 to get us closer to like 48 to 52, potentially more, but we'll obviously get to that when we come to it. Um, you know, two weeks left, man. Uh, and the thing is, is like, because we didn't use March as an opportunity to dump, you know, I don't know. Are we are we still going to roll down a path that that gives us the same results? Because we've generally done really well in April, right? And maybe this is the one year that things change because absolutely they can. But, you know, as of right now, I'm expecting the norm. Why would they do anything different? You know, if it works, they know that that April's like the best month for 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 setting us off because you know, it's it's like right after tax season. It's the, I believe the start of the second quarter. Am I correct there? 
it should be right january february march that's three months yeah so opening of second quarter there's good things good things to look forward to we're just like literally running out of the window that we could have dumped you know it's just getting smaller and smaller so the longer we continue to hold this 38k 37k level better off we're looking essentially i don't see a lot else you know that could wreck us now like even though over the weekend we kind of got mixed around a little bit things got thrown back and forth we're not off track never seeing the tc on the daily here we never broke through this ranging market structure market structure line sitting at around 37200 and 42500 so just you know just over thousand dollar range we haven't seen this break we have seen the shorter time frame structure obviously continue to be down but we can see that all of our fibs where are they going well they're actually going back into 54 48 44 45 that's good our higher fibs are going up into towards 70 again like uh even though there's a bit of like back and forth here obviously the whole overall of the structure does it feel bearish to me no could we have some sort of absolute crash flash shenanigan move yes that could absolutely come at any time it could come within one day all it's gonna take is one set of fud or really bad news to set us off there but would it last more than just one day no bitcoin as a whole as especially in the back end right now is is very bullish all of these people that are smart who are saying it's going to go up you know and i've seen a lot of them not just myself included you know i i think we're on the right track it's just with so many smart people thinking that obviously you open up the door to possibility of complete and utter you know <laughs> shenanigans essentially we could see some sort of crazy trap wick death wick you know well, we're not going to speculate on numbers but it could be lower than 30k absolutely i've seen a lot of a lot of volume in my time in this space and i'm telling you the we've been moving so slow the last couple of days the liquid the volatility is 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 should be increasing we're not really seeing that maybe a little bit maybe in the shorter range but i'm i'm talking about like the more midterm macro volatility i'm not talking about like the short term we're getting squeezed for a thousand bucks volatility yeah tc or c8 again it's not weird that we don't have a sell yes we do have a red dot and a wolf back uh closed into the red um the potato signal has done this for me a many a time essentially when it doesn't have enough volume the sell signal does not trigger even though we're continuing to make lower low candles. This is, I mean, it's it's just another bullish thing that we can put on the board. You know, oh, well, we never actually TC down. We could invalidate what was trying to TC down and re-triple re confirm back up, right? It's not it's not a full invalidation because it never TC'd and it you know, isn't turning back up, but it's essentially like a partial invalidation and a reconfirmation because it can either what can it do now it can either turn those both back up and and keep the tc up that it has or it can get a sell signal confirmed and you know we can take a step down invalidating that buy but we haven't done that we haven't done either so 
And as as I as I said, first thing, the four hours already TC'd back up. The 16 hours got a green dot confirmed in a couple hours here. This, this, that, you know, all the signs are saying actually like the wallet's actually turning back up. And so unless, you know, that compl- all that volume stops in the next couple hours, that's probably going to happen. Johnny, do you have anything for us? Anything that came up over the weekend? Uh, not like really. That? Just, you know, all the fake outs that's just keeping my eyes on every These golden pockets, you know, they're retesting on the slum A. That golden pocket is money because you can literally see it come back to it and then go down to it, you know, going from higher time frame to lower time frame and just see them test down, test up, test down. So, I mean, I think a lot of us aren't really doing a lot of leverage trading. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even look at the fucking price this weekend. No. There was no point. Like, every weekend they've been trying to fake us out, essentially, you know? We're in this, like, again, like, if, if, if we do this shift here, if everything turns into the favor of the bulls again, you know, it's going to turn us into one of these runs where essentially the uh, euphoria, you know, just continues to rally us farther and farther and farther. Again, we're, we're looking for a euphoric move. We're not looking for, like, these half-ass pissy party moves, you know? We, we want to see... Weeks of continued of continuation, at least until the all-time high, you know, kind of potentially test through it, come back down, know. get a higher low. But I remember you were can. telling me last week, you know, watch that 16-hour time frame. Yeah. Like with the flow, he just said the same thing. It's it's pretty much been spot on watching that play out over into the daily, and then it's like downshifting by the yeah. time it gets to the daily. So it's like, ooh. Wait a minute, not time to do anything yet. Oh, like we're we're on a lot more key support levels than we are up against resistance, right? Like there's there's fairly, you know, key resistance at 45, but it's not like anything crazy, spectacular, nothing like that. Me and Jonas were talking about this on the weekend. There's been nothing but good news going on in the background. Countries, you know, opening up for Bitcoin more whales buying more this more that like it's been an it's been an influx of good shit coming in the last two weeks and really the news and stuff hasn't really been paying attention to it because i think because the last couple months obviously that news hasn't been affecting price and i think they just don't care you know but the thing is is like this is the stuff when no one's paying attention is the time to pay attention because that's what they want they don't want you looking at Joe and his big, you know, his big boys over here. He wants you to look at what everyone else is looking at. Don't look at me buying. Doesn't matter when I'm buying. You know, buy when everyone else buys. That's that's what you need to do as as a as a guppy. Yeah, bro. Seriously, like, but you know, I didn't. I really didn't. You know, this whole weekend, like, gotta stop looking over the weekends. Just there was no point. We we moved like six hundred bucks all weekend back and forth. What fun is that? Yeah, leave, turn your grid bot on and, and let it go to town. But do you want to try and, like, microscalp back and forth? And, I mean, again, if you don't, you know, you should, because we haven't technically seen that daily TC down. We haven't seen that four-hour close or any higher time frame close below 38, 37,500. There's been no closes. None. Yeah, and the weekly's starting to look pretty good, Pip. Absolutely, dude. 
I'm still like again, we keep getting faked out here. You know, if we get one more crushing push into 33 or 35 one more time, it's not the end of the world. You know, look for re-entry. Bring that entry of yours down. As long as the macros don't revert back into a down fashion, I think we're gonna be we're gonna work through this. We're gonna be fine. April's gonna be exciting. And from there we should have a great year. And I really think that's regardless of like stock market stuff. Cause are are we gonna see something crazy happen in the stock market right now with so much uncertainty with the rest of the industry and everything? No, I don't think so. That's that's worst case scenario because that would be chain reaction to, you know, for everything. Inflation keeps kicking up, prices are kicking up, oil's kicking up, which is in turn also adding to the price of inflation. Is is it like, you know, what would happen if we started pushing stocks down too? So I don't know. I don't think so until we see start to see that easing. Uh until we start to see the the money printer stop printing so much. I don't know if we're going to see that slowdown in the stock market or if, if, if at all. Essentially, the point is, is that at this point in time, you should still have the swing long. You could have been scalping the range. That's fine. But like setting yourself up, we're still playing off of this massive daily divergence, right? We've still only gotten converging waves from that daily divergence. And, uh, the market structure hasn't hasn't changed. Like it's still potent. You know, we're just like forming out a bottom. And this is the thing. We're either where are we at? We could be at the stage of either we're here and we've got this last last push down into the same zone, thirty five to thirty three, right where our wick previously was already, just in January, right. This is like worst case scenario. In my opinion, we we can see again, we did the exact same thing right here, right? We came down to the wick of the initial drop. Where's the initial drop put us? 33 to 35. Where have we gone? 37. Uh, potential entries on ETH. Um, if we make it to 35, probably like 24 to 2370. If we make it down to like 33 um probably closer to 2200 maybe even 217 worst case scenario as close to two grand as you can get it i don't know if we're gonna push below 2000 on as long as the structure of the overall maintains itself bullish i don't see how we could get below two grand i think that's acting as key level support major level support 1750 any other questions anything i haven't answered maybe it is the golden pocket on the weekly that is absolutely true but are we going to get a golden opportunity on the weekly once more? Hmm. I wouldn't be complaining. Again, this is, we should, we got to look at this like opportunity. Yes, Kona, I do have my swing long open without a stop loss. If you were going to put in a stop loss, it would be, oh, that's, see, that's a tough thing because you want to account for some wicks and shit. I'm essentially, because we haven't seen the close below 38, 37, 500, that's, that's technically what I'm using as my stop loss if we see a close below that level i will exit but to 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 just use one because we could wick into 37 like to be safe you'd have to set it at like 36 something you know 36 9 or something like that you're taking a much harder hit just to be certain that you're not going to get like wicked out and then it turns right around so i would look for that close you know if the four hour starts closing below 
38 and then 37,500, or it just does it right off the bat, 37,500, then yes, exit. But otherwise, we're actually fucking on track. Um, see, you want me to look at Luna quick? We can look at Luna, I guess. So what are we seeing here? Four hour reconfirmed back up, eight hour bouncing off of the support line with no divergence, sparish divergence we're fighting against. We got a reconfirmation potentially coming on the sixth, the 12 hour. Daily's not TC down. So essentially, if Luna can bounce around the zero line again, you can see what kind of happened here. Very similar idea to what potentially could happen here. Essentially, if we can't hold $88, um, the next level is going to be right around 75 to 70. Do I see us breaking through that? Not really. Not really. Um, if we were to get through 75, the next level is going to be around 60 to 65. And then from there, even $50. But do I see that happening? Potentially, maybe yes, but likely no. The overall structure of this thing is broadening rising wedge, which is more of a 50-50% type of breakout pattern. Um, if you're looking at this as the overall, right, you have an you have a broadening pattern. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It is still a wedge because it's going in one direction. And again, in order to validate this in a bullish fashion, what we need to see is essentially just continuation of higher lows. Higher lows finding new support on you know, continuation of lines. How can Luna be down 10% without a DZ? Because again, there was no volume in it, man. There was no volume. There was not enough volume to get a sell signal. So, you know, when they say manipulation, when they say like, oh, this is just happening because, you know, there's low volume, it's a weekend, shit happens kind of thing. That's exactly what happened with Luna. If you don't, this is why it's so important that you have a full confirmation before you enter, before you exit, before you take profits, because this type of shit happens. And I mean, this is obviously one of those better examples because it's being extended, right? Like four candles, five candles, and now it's like, wow, it didn't TC, it didn't get the volume it needed to see, so what's going to happen, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to reverse again, and we're going to go and retest resistance. And... What happens at that resistance dictates if we continue through to the upside or not. You know, these altcoins are absolutely taking a beating right now. And it's because there's so much uncertainty with Bitcoin that they're getting washed around, right? Bitcoin going to dump? Is it going to pump? People don't know. They're scared. Um, the jewel chart does and looks like it's starting to become oversold. So do we spend much time below $5? Maybe another week or two? It's only going to take the market shifting around to turn that back up. I'm not worried about Jewel. I'm not worried about Block. I'm not worried about KDA. You know, 99 other altcoins. <laughs> I'm not worried about them. Because I know as soon as Bitcoin pulls itself out of this depression state, um, all these things, Luna, Solana, AVAX, yes, they're all going to, you know. I don't think they're going to go way lower if we do go back to like 30, 33. No. I think another potentially like, 20 to 30% maybe could be pulled out of the altcoins, but a lot of them, I believe, are already at the bottoms. And if anything, they'll actually gain against Bitcoin by holding their prices 
while BTC comes down a step. Because I think they're already oversold a lot to the to the most part to the degree. So if anything, if they were to hold, it'd be essentially like they were, you know, fighting against Bitcoin dropping. So they're, you know, technically going up, but only in the fact of like they're just holding better. So that I could absolutely see. Do I see them tanking? Not really. Like I said, like maybe some of them, maybe some of them still have quite a bit to go, but I don't know, man. You can only be so, so oversold. You know, like I think Block's a good example for that. It's just once it got below two cents, it's it's been chilling. Absolutely chilling. Price of BTC is not really, you know, doesn't really give a shit. Uh-oh. Country talks of banning Bitcoin again. What? Oh, goody. Like, good luck. How are you going to ban Bitcoin? How? I don't think it's possible. As long as one country in the world has it allowed, there is ways to get around it. How are they going to ban me from using my cold storage wallet? They can ban, like, the use practically. They could ban the ATMs. They could ban stores from allowing it. But they can't stop the Crypto.com card. It's a Visa. Well, I'm technically using crypto to pay for my service and stuff. You can't ban me from sending my money in my wallet to another wallet. Maybe I can't send it to an exchange, but I can sure as fuck send it to someone else over the counter. There's no, there is no such thing as banning Bitcoin. You break the internet before you ban Bitcoin, you know? They don't understand that, though. They don't understand that you can't just shut it off. I think that's the biggest thing, is that the regulators and the people in government are finally starting to, like, you know, oh, just like the Canadian government reached out to that Canadian-run exchange, and they're like, nope, you need to shut down these accounts of all these people. And they were like, ha, well, <laughs> see, we, that doesn't work like that. As far as cryptos go, again, like, we're we're trying to turn back up again, but we, we need to see the big boys come to an agreement here, you know? Like, we need an agreement. We need confirmation continuation and volume that's really it like we're just waiting for the final pieces to kind of set into place but you look across the board right now and i would say we're like somewhere in the 90 percent ready area you know maybe we're waiting for a couple more it's got to be all the stars all the stars got to align all the planet not just not just mars and neptune no it's got to be everything so maybe we're waiting for a couple more things to work out something in the stock market. I don't know. Maybe we're just waiting for April again. You know, we're not dumping. We didn't see the March death crash that we, we've seen in prior years. So what comes from it, we'll find out in the coming weeks if we could make this weekly red dot disappear and turn the money flow at least back directioning itself back towards the upside. And we should be in good shape. Again, we're still ranging here. We're still in our golden weekly zone. So worry not, my friends. Worry not. As of right now, 35 to 38 is probably one of the best zones you're ever going to get to buy in potentially ever again. I'm not going to say for sure, but you know, where was the last golden weekly zone? I bet I can <laughs> I bet you can guess. <laughs> uh, if you would have guessed. 12,000 to 9,000, you'd be correct. This was your last weekly golden 618 zone. So don't be worried, my friends. Good things to come. All right, I appreciate everyone coming out for this Monday session. Um, 
if you guys got something from this, I'm glad to hear it. I'd love to uh, get some feedback from some of you guys. If there's anything you'd like to see added or whatnot, I'd love to hear it. Take care. Bye-bye.